0: Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp, I'm your host Andrew Waterhouse and in today's episode we're taking a look at the common questions that you will receive from campers, so come on into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp, This is the forty-fourth, I believe, episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. So I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all having a good time. Uh, If this episode feels a little bit off, I'll be honest with you now that I do feel a little bit under the weather. I think the lockdown and the quarantine uh, that people are having to uh, endure all over the world, well, even in the UK, Uh, it's starting to get to me. I think so. I do apologise if this one is a little bit worse than the other episodes I don't think any other podcast has really started off like with that sort of negative attitude but I hope to turn it around as this podcast progresses so on the subject of the lockdown and the coronavirus once again I hope to bring you some enlightenment in the world of summer camp and how that is relating to those that are looking to volunteer for this summer now there has been an update because uh Earlier in this week we had an update from Boris Johnson outlining a five-step uh, plan of how he hopes to get the country back to how it was and ticking along like normal. And how we are currently at a stage four out of severity, um, between one and five of course, and he hopes to bring that down to a one over time. Um in terms of how this impacts summer camps, uh, there has been an update from camp leaders in their blogs. Uh, they basically say they are aware of the latest government announcement of the roadmap to reopen society based off the, uh, the five-stage plan. At this time, the roadmap does not yet include confirmation on travelling abroad or specifically travel to the U.S., Uh, we are reviewing the situation on a daily basis and as we hear more from either the UK or US uh, governments we will update you as always safety is the main priority blah 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 blah. Uh, if I'm honest guys I will be really stunned if any volunteers are going over to uh, volunteer in America this summer at least from the UK Um, personally as you have heard in previous episodes my camp has been closed for the summer and I think it's a real start of a much bigger wave of more camps announcing that they're going to be closing I really can't see how they can take the risk of having a whole bunch of kids and counsellors and staff uh, all in one place where this pandemic's on- ongoing and you just have to imagine like if your kid is over there you're going to be so panicked about whether they catch something and especially uh, with all the insurance and all the all the problems that the US medical hospitals are experiencing at the moment do they really want a massive influx of uh, travelers going over there and potentially putting more strain on their services? I don't think so. However, if you actually take a look at the American news, there's a bit of a divide, <clears throat> somewhat politically motivated it looks like, where uh, half the country wants to reopen the borders and make sure that it can, the economy isn't as affected as it, sh- as it could be. You hear the likes of Joe Rogan on his podcast actually saying that very explicitly, along with someone like Elon Musk, who are two very influential people, and uh, personally, on on that subject specifically, I have to disagree with them, that uh, it feels like they're very uh, caught up in an American wave of, oh, you're infringing our rights, where they're not really taking into account the full situation and... Uh, I'm sure if they contracted something they would be severely affected themselves as you can see from how Boris Johnson contracted it. So it's a very interesting thing and I think it's maybe an American way of thinking where they think they're above certain issues and oh that could never affect me sort of attitude. So as of now there has been no official closure of any sort of borders from the US to the UK. Um... I don't think there's any actual progress on clarity either Uh, the latest update from Boris Johnson has been a bit questionable because there's this whole thing about uh, staying at home staying self-isolated and now the messaging is changing to stay alert so there's a bit of confusion at least in these early days as I record this. So any further updates that do come out of this, I will be posting onto my episodes, of course. But uh, as of now, it's still the same kind of situation. Everyone is very confused. And I think uh, companies individually start have to start taking their own precautions rather than waiting for official word from the government. I think... Uh, This is all a massive kind of play against who cancels first sort of thing. So if the borders are closed by the US and UK government in specifically regarding the the summer camp situation, which is a very minor situation against the backdrop of coronavirus, may I add, um, then the likes of Camp America would be able to try and get some money back through uh, insurance and that sort of thing. Uh, whereas if they close it themselves, then they would obviously uh, be exempt from all those uh, benefits. So if you are applying for this year, uh, please hit me up and let me know on uh, there's no place to like summer and on your feelings about this, whether you feel a little bit pulled from pillar to post, maybe you don't really know what's going on anymore and it's causing confusion or maybe you do know and you've had an update from your specific camp and it would be really interesting to hear how that's like affecting your uh, plans for this summer and maybe even 2021 as well because I know plenty of people are being deferred to the next summer. Okay so with that all out of the way let's crack on with this episode guys. This is the common questions from campers that you can expect while working at summer camp. So I've tried to break this down into a few categories, and uh, like I say, I do feel a little bit under the weather. So if you think that I've missed quite a few big questions that you used to get while working at a summer camp, let me know. I'm totally open to a two-way dialogue around this This one. So um, let's crack this off. <laughs> I don't think that's the right saying, crack this off. Jesus Christ, I'm going loopy, guys. I'm actually going loopy. Oh man, I haven't seen like the proper outdoors beyond my high street in, I don't even know, four months. I'm actually going insane. Anyway, it has some benefits. You're getting two podcast episodes a week because of this thing. Okay, so the first uh, group of questions that I decided to have that come from campers, at least while I was there, was the questions around the urban legends of the summer camp that you're working at um the one big urban legend that was at my summer camp was about where um the counsellors in training were living for the summer so it would be like the, the campers would come up to me and be like oh where they where do they stay where do they stay and it would it would be one of those locations that was really for like not far out of camp but one of those locations the way it took a, some time for me to even find it myself as a staff member who had all this access to the rest of camp But the campers would never, ever find this place because it's kind of like in a staff sort of area. And uh, of course, the campers are escorted between all the activities and not really let loose around the full uh, area of camp. So they obviously always had these questions around, especially the younger kids, uh, where these counsellors in training lived. And there was a massive urban legend around them uh, living underneath the blob. And if you don't know what the blob is, which I think hopefully most of you do, it's the big like bloaty ball of air that's uh, often found on the lakes at summer camp where it's like a half deflated bag of air and you can jump on one side and someone on the other side of the blob goes flying in the air because of physics and that <laughs> um, so yeah they, they always had these questions that uh, oh that's where they stay they live underneath the blob which would mean they live underneath the river somehow and the lake and it just didn't really make sense but this was a question that the youngsters particularly had and I believe that will be a popular thing at every summer camp to be honest because I think every summer camp has their urban legends and especially the younger kids they get so caught up in it all and especially when they're like one of them floats the idea that Uh, where does this person live, or uh, where's this monster, or something like that, then they all get started talking on the same subject. So it's a real funny question that you get from campers. Another popular set of questions that I received while I was at summer camp, especially in the first year, which would make sense because, well, you'll you'll find out, um, was questions around the scores during a World Cup. So I went to volunteer at my summer camp in 2014, And this happened to be the year of the Brazil World Cup. And I found it very interesting because the USA has a bit of uh, a reputation that it doesn't really care about soccer and football too much. But when I was over there, I was actually pleasantly surprised because uh, there there, there were the diehard fans that seemed to know most of the stuff that they were talking about. And it was starting to be like some sort of a popular craze it was like an upward trajectory of fan base I felt like Um, my stereotype of an American that's into sport would wouldn't have been a soccer fan but there were plenty of kids that did genuinely care about the scores during a World Cup so that's why I said it was a bit uh, I guess it's a bit specific this is a bit of a specific group of questions but i think any sport or any event that's happening outside of camp the campers are going to have their questions around it because they don't have their phones they don't have their technology they don't have the tv access to the outside world at most camps so you can expect plenty of questions around this and it gives you a little bit of insight into what it can be like with zero technology at all because at least as a staff member you could have your phone Another popular set of questions that I found from campers was questions around what you do at camp, especially in the early days of camp where no one really knows who you are, no one really knows what you're doing here. You're the new face, not specifically the the new face. There's hundreds of new faces. So if you if you're ever put off by uh, being the new person at summer camp, please don't be. Go and go back and listen to older episodes where I discuss the reasons why you shouldn't procrastinate around going to camp. It'll put all your worries to one side. Uh, But this particular group of questions is about what you do at summer camp because, you know, you're a new face. They want to know who's been replaced from the last year or what new specialty they have or, you know, what sort of cabin you're looking after for the summer as well. And then they can have a dialogue around, oh, there, that's my friend. My friend's in that cabin as well. You're going to have a really good time. This is what you can expect of him and all that sort of good stuff. Okay so that leads me on pretty nicely into the questions about who you are outside of camp. So we've had the questions about what you're doing at camp this summer but then there's also the questions about who you are outside of camps. They might ask you questions like where are you from, have you met the queen or all that sort of thing that the Americans tend to ask you. You can get the similar questions from the campers themselves. They might ask you things like what experience do you have that got you here? They might ask you what favourite football team you support. There'd be plenty of questions. Uh, and I remember a couple of campers that were really interested that I was doing computer science at university. And they would ask me in-depth questions around my uh, my programming work where I'd created some video games. And they really wanted to give them a play uh, just to see what they... Uh, they were like and inspire them to some degree as well so that was really cool and it shows that um, these are the sorts of questions that you're going to be asking the campers as well it kind of goes two ways and that's probably come up that's actually come up with a uh, great podcast idea actually uh, now I think about it this I think this segments its way into like a common questions that you should ask campers I think that'll be a pretty good one Okay, so moving on to the next batch of questions that you're going to get from campers, because trust me, they never end. Just like this one, we heard in a previous episode with Alex, the interview with a fan of the show from Germany, who volunteered last year, and is about to volunteer this year as well. Uh, they constantly ask, why? 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 All this moaning about why and why? Why? But there's the "why around um, doing chores around the cabin and doing chores around the camp and going to bed at a certain time. They're like, "Oh, why? I'm not tired. Why? Why?" And then there's the questions around they ask you the most random questions, like, you might be like looking up into the night sky one evening and they'll see see like a, a shooting star or something and they would ask what it is and then you kind of explain it and then they say why and then they go why again and why and why and why and it's like a never-ending infinite loop of whys and it's only after about the third why that you're like why not you just say why not and you're just like Sh- shut up <laughs> so yeah okay let's just move on to the next one the next common group of questions is going to be tying its way into who you are outside of camp actually and this is whether you have a partner outside of camp because well at least they'd ask me about if I have a girlfriend Um, they might actually think that the campers might think that you're actually uh, hooking up with some random person at camp as well like they might have seen you Nod at a counselor one time, and then they're like, "Ooh, you and Hannah sitting in a tree and <laughs> singing all these funny songs," and you're just like, "You know, I haven't really properly met Hannah. It's just an awkward nod because I don't really speak to her properly." But they somehow took that as you and her and a thing now, and yeah, it's it's really quite funny because you know. It, it takes you back to being like a kid and being all excited and giddy that someone was hooking up with someone and it, when you really got the wrong end of the stick and yeah obviously you wouldn't answer the questions like this if they do ask um depends how you feel to be honest i guess but yeah they, they will try and get every juicy detail out of you that they possibly can and for the final batch of questions here guys as we start to wrap up this episode the common questions from campers would be nothing without what is your social media. They would ask you for your Instagram name, your Snapchat name, your name on Facebook, your Twitter handle, do you have TikTok? All these different social media networks that you're trying to like add count uh, the counselors on from a campus perspective. Um they're gonna want to be in touch with you, especially out of camp and making sure that you're all cool and stuff. And this is generally advised against by Camp America. I remember that uh, when I first applied to Camp, they uh, made sure to tell everyone to change your uh, privacy settings on your social media, make sure your names are potentially changed if you if you feel that that way inclined, and try not to add the campers because it because <clears throat> it uh, encourages some weird weird behavior and it's kind of like a gray line sort of thing um personally uh, (laughs) uh, okay personally I added a couple of campers okay because um when you're at camp it's a completely different thing and especially when camps come into an end I think that it's actually okay to stay in touch with your favorite campers especially when you're maybe never going to see them again and you've got such a bond because trust me you make such a bond with so many kids um and you want to stay in touch and you want to see how each other are doing and stuff as long as it's not going across that uh obvious like black line of acceptable things i think it's okay i think it's okay to stay in touch with them but that's my personal opinion don't use me as any sort of reference point um i don't think you can particularly get done by it but again i would recommend reading the terms and conditions of your camp america contracts and all that sort of stuff and you know all that good things anyway I think I've rambled on for a little bit there uh, that's pretty much brought me to the end of this episode where we've gone over like a good batch of questions that campers ask but as I say if you think I've missed any please uh, let me know uh, I'm available by going to there's no place like summercamp.com, or you can get in touch on instagram all one word there's no place like summer camp as I start to close this episode, I would like to just give a quick shout out that you can actually sponsor the show, uh, because obviously there's no adverts in this podcast, not yet anyway. Um, it's all because I want to promote the book that's still ongoing, and now I think about it, I should really chase up my editor. I think it's now a good time to uh, try and get some progress on the editorial front, Um but yeah, as I was saying, if you want to sponsor the show, you can, you can uh, go to there's no place like summercamp.com. You can donate any amount of money that you'd like. It's all very much appreciated. It will help towards keeping the show going, keep improving the equipment, keep improving everything possible because it's a lot of hard work, but it's a lot of loved work as well. And if you do want to sponsor the show, you can submit your own idea for a podcast episode as well. So go check it out. There's no place like summercamp.com and you can donate as much or as little as you like. Okay, so we've come to the end of another Tuesday episode. On Friday, we're going to be taking a look at what visa do you need for Camp America? Hmm. I'm going to have to do some homework on that one because I don't know myself. Anyway. I hope you have a good day guys keep surviving and thriving or is it thriving and surviving I always get confused just keep doing what you do okay we're all in this together it's a strange time and hopefully it'll all end soon I'll see you on Friday goodbye